Good afternoon and welcome to Tree Talk episode 170. Myself, Jack Neville and Matt O'Callaghan. This week we'll be looking in depth at the upcoming league game between the Limerick Footballers and Longford as, as the league kicks off. We'll also be looking back on the, the Limerick Hurlers adding another piece of silver to collection with the Munster Hurling Cup. So stay tuned for all that and more. The impression the game we get all with what you put into is like a walk alive. If you're good enough, go and get it, no more about it. Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound's worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pound's worth of goods, can you? Just about kept in. Oh, well, Charlie Buckley. To do that to Tomas O'Shea, he deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the second game. Let me spend out there from the war court today. No more about him. He made all the run that was it. Put the ball over the bar and the fact that it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. How are you keeping today, Matt? Uh, I suppose it's the last Wednesday afternoon of January. The month has really flown, flown by. I have to believe it, back that you know we're a month into 2022 already. But I, I, I suppose before we start today, um, Jack, I suppose to, it's only fair to extend our deepest sympathy to our GA County Secretary. Mike Reardon, who, whose mum was laid to rest earlier today. So we extend our sincere sympathy to Mike and his family. Yeah, I double on that sentiment there to Mike and all his family out there. Um, as, I, as I was saying, it's it's hard to believe that we're nearing the end of January already. But we had the first piece of silverware at the weekend. And we're talking the hurling in depth as we go along. But it's been an action-packed month of GA. Actually, Jack, the, the, what 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 you have just said is is sums it up. It it, it has been action packed, and like it, it has been it has been a pretty good month for Limerick now. Yeah, if yeah. If, if if you take um, um, using a broad brush at the moment, if you take the the um, the, the Munster Senior Hurling Cup, and and um, Limerick's um, we'd say our school reaches progress to the to the Hartley Cup final, and. Um, you, you had two very notable good wins for UL in the Sigerson Cup. So, like, there's an awful lot of positive starting in the year. Now, I, I know we'll be talking about the footballers in, in, in a few minutes, and, and um, people will probably say I'm selective in, 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 in what I'm highlighting, but um, they, they probably didn't have the best of months. But, you know, there were underlying circumstances, and we'll, we'll, be, we'll be dwelling in that now in the next couple of minutes. Yeah, we might as well get into the, the football while we're at it. Um, hosting Longford in the first round of the league this weekend. Before we get into the game itself, it's the first proper venture into Division 3. Now, last year, obviously, we were in Division 3, but with the truncated format, you had three games. It was kind of do or die from the very start. This year, the league campaign, although you have more chances for survival, you have probably less chances to go up because if you lose your first game, for example, you're fairly out of it already because a lot of teams do win probably six or seven out of their seven games in the league to get promoted so what, how will Billy Lee and his side fare going into Division 3 it's the first time Billy Lee will lead the side into Division 3 proper yeah um, I was speaking with Billy in the week you know and um, 
uh, first of all, he's 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 obviously relieved um, that they have four home games out of the seven. Um, he, he he was making the point that the, that that the cards have fallen in Limerick's favour on on this occasion. But um, having home games, Jack, as as you know, in any sport, is of is no good unless you make them count. And um, like we spoke at nauseam last year in in connection with home and away fixtures and the absence of home crowds, um, that it probably levelled up the playing pitch a bit. But now that crowds are back, there must be a certain element of of advantage with it. Now Longford should be a game that 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 Limerick would normally be pinpointing as one to collect points. But it may not be that easy for for um, reasons which we will go into um, with, with with regard to um, uh, absentees um, for various reasons from, from 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 the Limerick squad. Now, just to put it into context, um, it's the first time the counties have met in the league since 2016, when Longford won by 16 points to 111 in Longford Park or Pierce Park in Longford. And it, it is the seventh ever meeting in the league between Limerick and Longford. And to date, Limerick have won three, Longford two, and there has, there has been a one stalemate. So it, it, it would look on it. If, if, you, if you take those cold facts or cold statistics, and I know they'll count for nothing, absolutely nothing, come five o'clock on Saturday evening. And the game is at five o'clock, by the way. It was originally penciled in for two but it's gone back to five um, at the Gaelic grounds, TUS Gaelic, Gaelic grounds. It, it, it would count for ab- absolutely nothing. It's what's going to happen inside the white line. And that will be the challenge um, for Billy Lee and, and, and his management team now. Morris Horn has come on board um, in the backroom team in, in place of, of Brian Begley. Now, um, there, there, there are... A lot of absentees. Um, if you take the Limerick team that that bowed out of the championship last year to Cork in the Munster semi-final, um, that, 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 that will be a number of notable faces missing, um, both from the first team and and from the squad, because um, players such as as um, for a whole variety of reasons, um, Billy has had to plan without uh, Brian Fanning. Uh, Tommy Childs, Danny Neville, Corey Scanlon, Seamus O'Carroll, David Connolly. And there are other players, as we speak, that are involved in the Sigerson Cup, in that um, uh, Paul Maher is captain of um, UL, who are due to play in a quarterfinal early next week. And um, uh, Gordon Brown, who's involved with Queens, they were due to play... um, Carlo IT last night, um, for whom Tommy Griffin is on board. So you know that, 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 that there's a quite John Kiley um, uh, spoke at the weekend about about juggling with the Fitzgibbon Cup and, and um, all that sort of thing and the number of players in his squad that were involved in the Fitzgibbon Cup. Now Billy has something similar. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a juggling act for 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 Billy as well, but. I, I have no doubt we're, we're likely to see some new faces or else we're going to see players being promoted. Now, I, I don't know how many players will come in cold. Um, in other words, how many debutants we're going to see. Um, 
I, I suspect not so many because um, like you, you, you referenced it there at the outset, Jack, um, about getting about the first game. The first game, uh, absolutely, you cannot overstress or overemphasize or over talk up its importance because it, it's hugely, hugely important. And particularly, it, it, it is very important um, in this context for Limerick. Because, um, uh, and I, I just don't want to skip ahead now or anything like that, but you, 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 you kind of have to take a universal or a kind of a global view of it. Limerick's next game is a way to Antrim. Yeah. You know, which is a tall, tall order. Because um, we, we know what happened when Limerick last travelled to Antrim in, in 2020 in Division 4. And like the, the, the Antrim would be certainly one of the stronger teams, possibly you know in Division Three, albeit they've just been promoted. But um, uh, like you know, Longford, Longford are going to be difficult. Chat. Um, they've got a new man manager in Billy O'Loughlin is is the guy, the chap's name. He's he's a leash man um, with a rich pe football pedigree. Now they, they they oversaw he oversaw him beating um Louth in the in the Auburn Cup. Um they subsequently bowed out to Offley by a point. Um so that 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 was their Auburn Cup or the extent of their Auburn Cup campaign. But you know, if if you're if you're looking for positives from Limerick, they are there. Um uh because like we we Limerick suffered a very, very heavy defeat to to carry in 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 the in the first round, um, but as subsequent events have transpired, um, we are now in very good company, because Tipperary su suffered a similar defeat to 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 carry, uh, and lo and behold, Cork almost the same. Yeah, so, I think when you look at that that game against Kerry in the first round, um. On paper, it's a very disappointing loss. But when you consider Kerry had, I think it was eight of their starting team against Tyrone play and the likes of Sean O'Shea to come off the bench and Limerick had an experimental side. And Limerick aren't near Kerry and that's fair to say in the football landscape. I don't think anyone's going to give out to me for saying that. The Tipperary no. one will have been the disappointing one having laid for so long and threw away lead, for want of a better word. Now, Tip mm -hmm. did come back into the game. Billy was kind of saying that you need momentum going into the league. That's where kind of highlighting the importance of this first game just to hit the ground running because you mentioned it there. There's there's a tough road ahead and I'll just run you through it now. It's it's Antrim next Saturday in Cardigan Park. Like regardless of how good Antrim are, if you're travelling all the way up north, it's going to take its toll on you. You've loud in the Gaelic Crowns a fortnight afterwards. You've Wicklow then in Ockram. Now we showed last year what we could do in Ockram, but a different kettle of fish this year could be. You've Westmead then at home. Leash away in the penultimate game, and then you round out the, the, the league campaign against Fermanagh. Well, hopefully, there'll be a league final, but it doesn't exactly get easier from here on in. So, you'd want to be laying down a marker and, and getting points on the board, not only to give you confidence, but to give you that safety net that should you lose in the next few rounds, that it's not the end of the world. Yeah, that that that's that that's that's true. Ab 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 absolutely true, and um, certainly uh, no disrespect to Longford, but um, uh, it's a game that when Billy would have sat down 
um, with his management team and and scanned over what the what the league fixtures are. Apart from the fact that it was um, uh, a home game, he he, he would have been he, he he would be targeting at, at as a winnable game. Now um, going back to the Kerry um, uh, the Kerry show, which was poor. And um, you're right, Kerry had eight of the team that were beaten um, by Tyrone in the All-Ireland semi-final, which is more than Limerick had um, of the team that were beaten by uh, Cork in the Munster semi-final. So in normal circumstances, Limerick wouldn't be in Kerry's league, but that 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 would would create a greater disparity between them in, 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 in standards. But... Um, I, I think Billy Lee got a very, very good response to the Kerry defeat in, in that they came so close to beating Tipperary. Yeah. Now, there, there is, there, there, you, you, you don't get points or you don't get silverware for almost winning, you know. But, but from a performance point of view and from a motivation point of view and from a morale point of view, um, there was a little bit of a victory in it. In it. And... Um, were they to lose again, you know, by five, six or seven points to Tipperary, um, it, it, it certainly wouldn't have been good. Yeah, you know? I suppose, yeah, you're, you're right there to take the positives from the game that it was a good performance. And I suppose it's marred by the results, really, because Limerick were much the better side. But picking up on your point there a few minutes ago about the, the departing players, obviously three gone from the championship setup. Is there anyone in particular you can imagine that will look to fill the void left by Fanny Neville and Tommy Childs. Well, it's 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 going to it's going to be very hard to see who, who's going to come in. But um, like Luke Murphy has been tried at fullback, I think. Um, now I understand that that he, he um, Billy is sweating a bit on Luke Murphy at the moment, in that he picked up a knock at the weekend, and uh, and. Um, may not be available but um i really feel for billy lee and his management team when, when you reference the fullback position because uh, fullback is a very very difficult position to fill jack and we we with brian fanning there um he, he was on the team for maybe five years um without nailing down a permanent position or a permanent place and lo and behold Last year he he evolved into a fine fullback. Brilliant. Now, Brian Fanning was as good a fullback in 2021 as there was in any county, you might say. Mm. And and to think now that you know in that particular crucial position, that 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 Jack or uh, that uh, Billy is back to square one, but but that's what it is. He, he's back to square one in it. Yeah. In filling that position now. Um, you know whether Paul Maher will be available or not. He's back with the squad, um, but whether he'll be available or not um, is another question. Um, would Sean O'Dea be the man that will be moving into fullback? Yeah, th um, there is options. I suppose Paul Maher is probably the ready-made replacement because he would have been starting coming into last year's championship when Michael O'Donovan had a very strong start to the year and, and took that place and held on to it. But if Paul is with UL, he's obviously going to have to give a share of commitment there, and you don't want to clear to burn out in January with, with, with such a long year ahead for, for club and county. Sean O'Dea is another one. You, you'd imagine Sean O'Dea and Mike Donovan will definitely start in the fullback line, but will will either of them start at fullback or will there be... Morris O'Sullivan is another one from Galtie Gales, who's unfortunate again with injury, would have been a ready-made replacement as well. We've seen him yeah, at Galtie Gales. Fullback would be his, probably his, his, his best position, actually. 
yeah. you know, but I think he's picked up a knock now at the moment. So um, that, that that probably rules him out. Um, so it, 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 there's a lot of head scratching to go on over the coming days before before um, Billy reveals his team on Friday evening. Yeah, is there any other players from? I I, I honestly think that uh, he he he's been a has been playing a bit part for the last um for the last couple of years in particular. But he's a player I like in particular. I I think he's a very very good player, and and um I think he he has he proved me right in twenty twenty one. That's Peter Nash. Yeah. I honestly think that 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 Peter. Um, will be nailing down a first 15 spot on that team and should be doing it. Yeah, Peter, I suppose, came onto the scene phones of six or seven years, or more than that even, mm-hmm. uh, probably got a starting place early on and, and then lost it probably through other people's form more than anything, but he showed not only for Limerick, but for Kildano Palace-Kinry that he is a lethal forward. And with Danny gone, there is that position there. Um, Josh Ryan was tried out in the full forward line as well. That Billy does have options there. Um, Obviously, you never want to lose your first team players. You want them there, and the others pushing them. But look, it's all, it's not all negatives for Limerick. It it allows other players to, to flourish, yeah. and we hope. To um, see... Billy was saying that to to me, you know. Yeah, as I said when I was speaking with him in the week, and 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 um, uh, about now is an opportunity for players. And when you're talking about an opportunity for players, I think one man, and you just referenced him there now. Um, that that should be moving on and nailing down a place and possibly stepping into the boots um, uh, of 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 Tom Childs and that's Josh Ryan. Yeah, a brilliant footballer. Brilliant footballer, big man, able to kick a able to kick a free, not a lot of strings to his ball, um, except that he just doesn't seem to be able to get that bit of consistency that 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 is necessary. But a very 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 good player and and he he is a player that. You know that we that Limerick should be looking to, um, w- w- you know, to step into Tom to Tom Child's boots, which are big boots to fill now. Yeah, um, and, and forming a partnership there at midfield with with um, with um, with um, Dara Tracy. Yeah, I, I think now Keen Sheehan is is another option for possibly a midfield role, because we saw him when he fell back into that role for Newcastle West, how well he played. Yeah, but, he, um, he, he is it a bit of robbing Peter to pay Paul if you bring him out of the forwards? You know, I, I, I don't know, but um, I, I would find it very, very hard to pick a Limerick team um, without Keane Sheehan, to be honest. Yeah, I suppose going back to Josh Ryan for a minute, um, the versatility probably goes against him in a way. He's well able to play anywhere from 8 to, to 15. He's obviously a huge man, but probably plays against him as well because he can take it low or high, but it's generally we'll give it in long or high to the big man and he can do either or he's obviously an option for his field. Tommy Tommy's brother, Bob Childs, is another who could play midfield. I know he kinda nailed down that wing back Burt last year, but Tony McCarthy was flying us in the early part of the year. So there could be a lot of shuffling in this Limerick team match. Uh, yeah, well, well, to, 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 Tony McCarthy is a very, very solid player as well, you know, and and, uh, and an adaptable player. Like you, you, you have options. Like you could move Tony to midfield. You possibly could move Killian Fahey there, but take him out of centre forward. Possibly move Keane Sheehan there. But my choice, if I had, I, I, I would be trying to nail down a partnership between Josh Ryan and Dara Tracy. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned there um, pulling Killian Fahey out of centre-forward. I think 
there's a ready-made replacement there new into the panel. I know he's a club mate of mine, obviously a relation of mine, but Darren was brilliant in his debut. Um, well, he came on briefly against Kerry, but his debut against Tipperary conducted the orchestra from centre-forward in his first game. I think he's a brilliant, brilliant footballer. I've seen him up close my whole my whole life. Um, it's a pity himself and Denny can't do what they do for Palestine on the grandest stage of all, but he's a player I'd love to see um, play this weekend. Now, as you said, what will Billy do? He obviously won't want to throw a lot of people into the deep end, but he's without. That, that's age. the point uh, that, that I'm making, Jack. That that I I I think with the, there's a lot of new players on the panel, like you have, the like of Shane Barry is new to the panel. Um, Rory O'Brien is new. Um, Barry Coleman is new. There, there is a possibility of a man for a debut. Um, uh, Morris O'Sullivan, as 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 you mentioned, is is new. Um, um, Liam O'Sullivan. Um, yeah. Um, the lad from Kildare, Palace, Henry. Yeah, John Hayes, Liam Kennedy. John Hayes, Liam Kennedy. Um, there are a lot of possibilities there, but I, I think Billy will be slow to um to 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 put in too many of them. I I think he will go as near as possible of what is available to him of the tried tried and trusted, and and I I think you will be looking at initially at he trying to find immediate replacements. Big, big, big task now uh, uh, for Brian Fanning, Tom Childs, and um, Danny Neville. Yeah, there's a there's a big there's a big task there. Just with naming the team, really interesting to see. But Darren Noonan but, is another player. Yeah, that um, could, could come into the reckoning, and and of course not to forget Tommy Griffin. Now yeah, we, we've again, we've, we've, seen Tom, just... we've seen Tommy in two positions, like we've seen him in midfield and we've seen him at full forward. Mm. He's definitely you know, more suited to midfield. Um, I think personally, just I, I agree with you. I, I agree with you on that, Jack. Yeah, I agree. I think you. speed is the way to go inside. We saw that with Hugh Burke and Danny last year, and mm -hmm. Robbie Burke. He probably isn't as quick as his brother, but very good movement. I think you just need very good movement inside there. The, the times of launching a high ball um, mm -hmm. can be used. You can bring your midfielder in there as you see fit. But I think Tommy is better out the field. His mm -hmm. club mate Jim Liston was also very good. Against Tipperary, um, he looked just looked very solid. Um, and there's another option there. There is options to build. I mean, Robbie Bork, bring, uh, you, there are a number of positions you can play him in. Uh, they are playing him at fullback to counteract yeah, Mike I'm, McMahon in the county final. I wouldn't be playing Robbie fullback. I don't think he'd no, want no. to play there. But uh, I, he's one of the first fifteen, uh, definitely, unless he loses his position or someone else comes in. But he's he's nailed on to start championship if he goes as well as he did last year. I just was finally on Longford because it remains to see what Limerick will do, but it's not going to be easy. And I know we're not saying it's easy and it's one that Limerick will target, but they're a solid, solid Division Three side. They've been there, I think, eight in the last nine seasons. I think they were relegated in 14, I think it was, and, and came back up straight away. So, like, mm -hmm. the, like, Longford are used to playing, like, competitive games this time of year. Now, Leinster is pretty abysmal, to say the least, but... They're used to these uh, tough league games in a tough division. So, like, Limerick will probably be outsiders coming to the game. Uh, they will be outsiders because of, of, we'd say, those that are not on the panel. Um, mm. But in normal circumstances, all things being equal, I'm not so sure that there would have been that big, uh, that big an outsiders. I think Limerick have a chance, Jack. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, I I'm think not they have a chance. Them off. I'm not writing Limerick off at, at all. Um, 
That's what I'm not. I, I, I honestly think that they can regroup. We spoke there about the options. And like Billy might pull a white rabbit out of a hat. We don't know. But, um, um, you know, I, I, I think Limerick have a chance. Like I, 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 I'm hearing this thing. And... I'm hearing this thing, and and it's all predicated on 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 looking too much into the carry result. Like yeah. over analyzing the carry result and and over over analyzing this, the significance of it. I, yeah. I I honestly think Jack, in reality, and dare I say it, um, and it could come back to haunt me that, that the carry result is insignificant. Um, when it comes, the real business starts here. And yeah. it, it was quite obvious from the start, despite the defections, that Billy Lee um, was 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 trying to bring new players through and use the McGrath Cup for that purpose. Yeah, and he and he did just that. And I think for mm -hmm. Kerry, first game of the year, they would have been very disappointed last year with All Ireland semi final. They would have been very keen to get back get back at it. Jack O'Connor, his first game. In his third term, there was a lot going for Kerry and for Limerick. Like they were definitely affected by COVID. I know Billy mentioned it briefly afterwards, and like you can't account for those things. That should be all clear now. Um, restrictions are eased, so people can get out to the game as well, which is another bonus. Limerick, I just checked there. Limerick are slight favourites according to the bookies. They're five to six. Longford are five to four. Um, so Limerick are slight favourites, but. A lot could a lot could depend on the crowd getting there. Um, there was a real feel good factor the last time Limerick played in the Gaelic Grounds, which was early twenty twenty. Or the last time they played with a big capacity crowd was early twenty twenty. Um, in the McGrath Cup, so hopefully you can get a big crowd out. Um, I don't think there's any restrictions on numbers these days. So no, 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 no. And look, Jack, all all the metrics with regard to COVID are going in the right direction, and um. Like over in the last 24 hours, we've had a phenomenal drop of 85 patients in hospital with COVID. That's good to hear. It, uh, it's heading down for 700 now. It's not too long ago since it was over a thousand, you know. Yeah, I can't say I, I pay too much attention to the news these days because it's generally all COVID. But yeah, you, there should be should be a good crowd. Um, well, I pay the, attention to the metrics and um, the, the 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 number of people in ICU are down five. So um, that that's today's figures. Um, that's always positive. Um, look, that's that's see all anyone. very 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 positive. And now I know that there's with the 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 relaxation of the restrictions from last Saturday morning that there is um that there's an expectation of a spike in in, in numbers. Um, it'll be interesting to see if it transpires. Yeah, hopefully it won't. And hopefully we can keep going to games because we were deprived of that um, for so long. And being at the Limerick Clare hurling game, which touch on in a minute now, just brilliant atmosphere below there. Cusick Park is like a cauldron, and the official announcement was seven and seven or something. There was definitely more than eight thousand there. But anyways, beside the point. Two tentative. Um, yeses for Limerick to win the game from the two of us. Yeah, I'd be, if you push me on it, I I say yes, Jack. Yeah, I think I think they'll get the job done. I think. Um, you know, that, that, there's something about that squad of players. There's a camaraderie and there's a togetherness about them, and we've we've been talking about this for the last two years, and and um, a sort of a philosophy about them. Um, I I I I think that they will rise above. You know. Yeah. The that's, defections, that's, unfortunate, you know, uh, unfortunate and all as they are, you know. 
Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Two yeses from us with regards to Limerick getting the league campaign off to a good start before they have that journey to Antrim um, next week. I suppose that's plenty in the game this weekend. Obviously, five o'clock, uh, two scale grounds. I'm not sure with regards to tickets. Can you buy them on the day anymore? Or are they trying to limit all those interactions? Do you have an update on that? I don't actually, Jack, no. Yeah, I'm sure we'll, we'll have it on the website when it is. But, but I know there'll be, no, there'll be no water break. There'll be no, yeah, I meant to ask you about that. A nice segue between the hurling and football. No water breaks, Matt. Yeah, well, I, I, I'll be selfish about this now, Jack. And, uh, you know, and I won't be, I, I'll be unapologetic for being selfish. Um, I found the water break, particularly at club games, very, very, very difficult. Um, from a logistical point of view of covering the games and doing reports on the games because what very, very often happened, and it was quite legal now, I'm not saying anybody was doing anything wrong whatsoever, when they'd come into that little huddle for the water break, particularly the second water break, there were invariably subs that went back out that we knew nothing about <laughs> until maybe they'd be on three or four minutes. Okay. And we'd be wondering who they came on for and, and all that sort of a thing. Now, it wasn't applicable as such at, at um, uh, inter-county level because um, uh, the, the, there was a system whereby that the um, uh, all substitutions were noted and um, um, announced over the public address. Yeah. But it certainly was it, it certainly was a nightmare in covering club games last year. Um you, you'll have to agree with that. I'm I'm glad to see the back of them, Jack. Yeah, I've I've been the opposite end of the camp, both from a work point of view and playing the games. Um, playing the games, I, I knew myself has not been been far from the fittest. That you were looking for that little break in between the half, make it four quarters, nice and handy, take your time, get your water. Um, I think the way the game is going as well, it's developed so much. Um, with but Jack, you always you always had a big bottle of water in the goal. What are you talking about? Um, yeah, but I mean, I know that, but I mean, it's just like the intensity, you can just take a minute to, to bring it all in. Tactics, you can get, like if something is going well the first quarter, you're like, yeah, more the same. If it's going bad, yeah. you've time to recess, you can talk to your manager. Um, I know from planning goals, like puckouts and kickouts were so important that you could just have a plan in place that this is our kickout now that we're going to just get hands on ball. Mm-hmm. From watching games, I think hurling and football are so fast. Like, it's so hard to keep up with them sometimes that it gave you a chance just, again, a breather, just to relax, um, chat to whoever's beside you for a second, to your summations of the first quarter. Um, I just liked it. I'll, I'll be sad to see it go, but I'm sure we'll have forgotten long about water breaks um, by Saturday, Saturday evening when you have the first game without him. It will be strange in a way because you would have been looking forward to him a small bit. Just I know for myself with writing notes and things that it was just a chance to reflect on him and get a few things down, but they're gone anyway, regardless. But no... No contact with the players now. Like, how do you think that's going to affect the team that Limerick that we've so famously seen them with their board at matches? And well, Limerick, Limerick have 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 been. Um, uh, it has been insinuated, and it, it 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 has it's an accusation that has been levelled at Limerick that they're um, that they're um, using the water breaks mainly for anything other than the intake of water. So, um, I, I I don't know how much, but I'm you know uh, Limerick won uh, won won games and won in All Ireland and won trophies before the water breaks, Jack. They won them during the water breaks, and I'm confident they'll win them after the water breaks. Yeah, 
I, I think that there's no doubt that Limerick should continue their, their win streak. I don't think the water break was was playing that much of a part. I know I just have here from John Coyley, he said, uh, well, by all accounts, it's going to be a major setback for us. We have to wait and see, won't we, when asked about the water breaks, because as you said, Limerick were kind of the poster boys for what's wrong about the water break. But they were taking on water and they were getting a message from probably the best coach in Ireland um, in, in any regard. So why wouldn't you use him if at all possible? But while Ron Limerick, uh, but I, 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 again, it'll come back to John Kiley. I have the utmost, I have the utmost faith in John Kiley to find a way around it. Yeah, um, but in the final game, the hurlers will play with a water break. It's an eleventh or twelfth trophy, Matt. Are you counting the Fenway Classic? Yeah, you count everything that you get silverware. You get your hands on, you, you know. Um, uh, like Limerick captains Declan Hannon in particular must have silver stain on his hands at this stage um, from picking up from from picking up silverware. Ah, look, it 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 it, it was a hugely encouraging performance from a Limerick point of view, Jack. Um, for, from a neutral point of view, or we'll say from those outside um, outside of Limerick, it must have been a frightening performance. Um, into in, in to see that the team that that um, that won the All Ireland in so, such dramatic fashion on only last August, that only four of them lined out, and that the team put on that display. You yeah, know, it's, it's, it's it is frightening. It's actually mind-boggling, Jack. Um, uh, I I I don't know if you were an opposing manager and um, trying to find a way of of um, getting the better of this Limerick team. I I don't know how you'd go about it when you'd see that kind of thing. Um, it was, it was, it was absolutely it. You know, it it was all right. The 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 wides went into double figures, but Jack against a pretty strong Clare team, Limerick scored twenty seven points. Yeah. Now, Claire had what was effectively their, their, their first line, half-forward line. And we saw the performance of the trio on the half-back line, Colin Coughlin, Ronan Connolly, and, and, and Paddy O'Loughlin. Yeah. Absolutely outstanding. Yeah, I want to touch on, on Limerick as we go on, but just I'm just interested to see your point of view on Claire because for me... They're a talented team, obviously. No one plays in County Hurland if they're not talented. And they have some pretty, really good players. But conditioning-wise, like, they got bullied. And, like, that shouldn't happen against a largely second string. Even if it is Limerick, they should be the ones setting the tone. And they tried it with the wrong men. They tried it with Limerick at the start. He was definitely <laughs> the wrong man to do it, Tom. But Oh, Lord Almighty, it was... You know, <laughs> but for me, whoever Claire, thought that was a good, whoever thought that was a good idea, would want to go away anyway and have have a long rethink. You know, but I think to beat Limerick, you're going to have to try and take him on physically in some way, shape, or form, not be bullied. But I was just really disappointed with Claire. Did you kind of feel that way too? Um, I I got a sense over the last two years, in particular, Jack, that I I thought, um. Claire's and I think it has come to pass. Like um, Claire's dependence on Tony Kelly mm. was far too great for 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 the good of the team. 
Yeah. Oh, he's an absolutely phenomenal player. But like, I, I thought Clare were rather rudderless um, um, on Sunday. Um, I, I honestly thought they were poor, if, if I'm honest. And yeah. I, 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 I think they got a very close up of um, what they have to do to come up to Limerick's level. And Limerick's level, as you know, Jack, is what's needed to win trophies. And Limerick's level is a lot higher than what we saw on Sunday because they just beat what was in front of them realistically. That's 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 exactly it. And and like they 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 they're not, they're not even come when you know they they weren't getting a view of the best even on Sunday. Not even close to. And I suppose like there, there was four. There was Barry Nash, William Donahue, Garo Tegarty, Dan Morrissey. Dan Morrissey and Dan Morrissey was a late replacement, but. Outside of those four, who, but we don't know if they're positioned alone, like who has really impressed you in those two games outside of, we'll say, the front line four? Richie English has really, really impressed me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah how good was he on Sunday? Excellent. Excellent. Couldn't quibble whatsoever with he getting man of the match. And a point as well. It's rare enough you he see did. Richie scored a point. He did. Well, he, he's been known to do it. Yeah, but. It, it's, I suppose it, 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 it's 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 uncommon but not unknown, you know. And I like it was brilliant to see from Richie's point of view as well because he was he was starting last year in the Munster Championship and realistically he probably wasn't back to full full fitness after yeah. the cruise. You see it even with the, the best athletes in the world, the, like even Virgil Van Dyke now for Liverpool isn't back to where he was pre ACL and you know and he's getting paid to do it as well. Like so for Richie to have his do his day job and recovery, but he's bang on it again. Like so, you have four fitting into three there. We've Mike Casey's come back. You've Aaron Costler who was with Kilmallock, Jerome Bylan, what you see at the moment. Like it's it's selection headaches for John Kylie that we knew we might see, but like Rich and English Mikey is really Ka- Mikey Casey about six weeks away. Yeah, like Rich English is really putting it to to John Kylie at the moment. Like you can't take the number four jersey off him really. No. It's going to be who was ever in the other corner to, to win it back. And look, Sean Finn is the best cornerback in the country. There's no doubt in that. But at the moment, he doesn't have his championship jersey, does he? Well, <laughs> Barry Nash is the number two. And I, I don't think Barry put a foot wrong. You yeah. know, and I honestly thought in the two games, uh, talking to Barry Nash, that, that he, you know, he was he was handed the captain's armband and and it was, it was handed to him for a reason because... I, I, I thought he displayed admirable leadership qualities during the course of the two games. Yeah. And um, uh, the captaincy was something that rested very lightly on his shoulders. Yeah, and, I, um, like, it suits him. He's that bit of silver in his hand as well. Another point from Rich English is as well of his leadership qualities because you could hear him even with more than 8,000. I'm going to say there was more than 8,000, whether that's the official figure or not. Beside the points, I don't know if they're counting children or whatever. But 7,992, Jack. Yeah, there was more than that there. I don't care what anyone says. But uh, Richie, you could hear him so vividly inside in the stand, just telling everyone where to go. And it's that constant communication from behind you because he can see the bigger, he can see the whole thing out in front of him. It was just real leadership because um, he's one of the elder states on the team, even though he's only turning 27 this year, if I'm right. Um, in front of him again, you mentioned that trio. Uh, I don't think Paddy O'Loughlin... And Ron Connolly put a foot wrong. They weren't really tested that much either game. I know you mentioned Claire had their starting half-hour line, but they weren't tested. But 
Colin Cochran is taking a lot of plaudits and well deserving. So, like, I know we said Claire got bullied and he was one of the main men. And to be that size at 19 years of age is a bit unfair. Yeah, he he was he was he was simply incredible in the two games, um, uh, Jack. And and what a what a backup player if that's what he's going to be for the half back line. It'll be very very interesting to see what half back line will be named to go to Wexford on Sunday week, because there there are choices there. there, there, there there's a half back line in waiting now. Yeah. Like I know one of one of the bedrocks of this Limerick team, of course, is the half back line: Burns, Hannon, and Hayes. You know, um, absolutely legendary half-back line. But by God, that there, there's a half-back line in waiting. I, I was absolutely delighted for Ronan Connolly because hey, I, I, w- I, w- I would rate Ronan Connolly very, very highly as a hurler. Yeah. Uh, and um, and uh, apparently played very, very well for UCC. And um, is, 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 is midfield for UCC. And um, certainly coming through the ranks with Artskull, Reach. And and um, with with Limerick on the edge, Ronan Connolly was an absolutely fine hurler, fine hurler, and yeah. and um, I I'm not surprised that he's making the transition to senior in 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 the, in the slightest. I I I thought he had a flawless performance last Sunday, and he was involved quite a lot now, Jack. Yeah, he, that he kind in... of centre back role that we've seen Declan Allen just kind of receiving the ball and giving it off as well. Um, yeah. a lot of times it's not spectacular, but it gets this Limerick. Juggernaut going because they like to play it around intricately in the middle of the park before yeah, letting it loose. That 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 is exactly what he did, you know. And and um, uh, I, I'll tell you, it was a it was a very very satisfactory outing for the half back line. I'll tell you um, uh, because, uh, as I say, you you had um, you had Cahill Malone there, you had David Reedy there, and you you had Shane Golden. Like they're they're nailed on starters for Clare, probably in the half forward line. Yeah, and. Limerick second string, if you can call him that, are dominating them. I suppose I mentioned let loose there a minute ago. For me, Brian O'Grady looks like a man that has been let loose um, this January. I thought he was brilliant against Kerry, and we kind of spoke about the opposition that they weren't Kerry weren't up to much in fairness to him that day. I saw him free well against um, two excellent again, the driving runs and more the same. Like last Sunday, that's three games in a week. He scored five points from midfield, but so much work, so much energy. Mm-hmm. Another fella pushing the frontline players, and beside him, then William O'Donoghue is just—he's the Mike Mike Hoolan of this team, essentially. He he was William O'Donoghue was just William O'Donoghue, <laughs> you know. Setting uh, the tone, power, and everything, everything that 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 that, that you would look for, and uh, as you say, when Claire tried to rough him up, <laughs> you went to the wrong man, the worst they, man in the team you could go. To. They went to the wrong shop. Yeah, like. I don't know with their plan to get Dunhu a yellow card early. And I was even thinking, I was like, he, he won't be able to be himself. But he plays on the edge and he just kept it under the edge on Sunday. And just, he did. Just sets the tone for this Limer team from the throw and against. He's beaten Jamie Barron. All ends up anytime they've played. Last year, just ran right in the All-Ireland final. Just a Rolls Royce for player, but I want to hear your thoughts on Brian O'Grady beside him because he's really yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was very impressed with 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 Brian O'Grady. Um, I I I have been impressed with him coming through the ranks, and I I, I have been noting his his performances um, since his days with John the Baptist School when he helped them to win in All Ireland back mm. in the day in All Ireland Colleges B um, Championship, which is no mean feat. Fantastic achievement for the for for. For, for hospital and for the Limerick school um uh, I, I I've been impressed and you know 
Um, I, I'm not terribly surprised that 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 he's coming through and um, like he he's an all action power hurler, and and um, uh, I I think he's a very very he's 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 after two very very good performances. Now I I, I presume John Kiley left had planned in letting him out from the start because of um, his commitments with 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 the um, UL in 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 the Fitzgibbon Cup. But when um, Rory Duff cried off, obviously he brought him on, and and um, I I thought Brian O'Grady was very good. Yeah, I'd say it could have been uh, Brian O'Grady played just 33, 34 minutes for UL, and Rory Duff played pretty much the same. He came on when Brian mm-hmm. O'Grady came off, so maybe it was UL's tinkering that led to, to Limerick's tinkering in the end. But so many yeah. options coming through, and we could go through the whole line, we could go through yeah. the whole team, like. But Darren O'Connell was brilliant again in in the forwards. Adam English came on uh, and scored his customary two scores. That's one three in just under an hour of senior hurling. Groad Hegarty, another Rolls Rice hurler. There was but Jack. I said, Jack, how does John Kiley sit down and pick fifteen Limerick players if David Reedy isn't one of them? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like if. Flawless again from Freeze first and foremost, and that's something that he does probably better than anyone on the Limerick team. Um, Aaron mm-hmm. Galan included, he's just phenomenal free taker. I think he's adding loads of strings to his board this this January. His work rate is definitely noticeable. He's getting back playing that kind of keen lintrol intricate play, like just linking everything. Um, yeah, how 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 you pick a team without Dave Reedy is the question, and maybe. It will be answered, and maybe we won't be picking a team without Dave really going on. Because another fella, the 11 jerseys is at the moment, it's up to Keen Lynch to impress enough in the fits, or maybe he could be repositioned. Like you talk about Billy Lee pulling a rabbit out of the hat, like John Kiley certainly has plenty of rabbits he could pull out that hat and throw anywhere. We saw what happened when we moved Keen Lynch to centre forward and Kyle Hayes back to wing back. Could we see another thing like that in 2022? You could see anything. You could yeah. see anything. Um, I, I, I have learned during the course of this cast not to try and second guess um, what um, what John Kiley might do. Yeah, it, it's but, futile. Oh, and it's... Other than to be absolutely confident that whatever he'll do will be the right thing. Yeah, invariably, he, he's made the right decision. And that's, including the Fenway Classic, that's 12 trophies for Limerick. That's three... Munster Hurland League Cups, whatever you want to call them, two National Leagues, three Munsters, three All-Irelands. And before that, like, we weren't winning anything. We were winning Munster in 13 before it was 97. And All-Ireland hadn't been won since 73. A league, I think, was 97. Sorry, the Munster was 96. The league was 97. Like, it's just incredible. I, 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 I remember on a cold, wet, dank... Um, evening, um, Limerick winning the Waterford Crystal Trophy in Mallow. I think it was about 2015. Oh, yeah, I think it was Keith Lynch's debut year. Um, and the, ce- the, the celebrations were such after that that we had everything but a homecoming, <laughs> yeah. And you'd hardly have a homecoming for Munster at this stage to win it so much, but yeah. long may it last. And, and, and Mike Riordan had to get two people to lift the Waterford Crystal Trophy out to the boot of his car. I remember quite clearly. <laughs> it was a huge, massive thing with glass hanging off all sides of it, and um, a trophy worth winning. Like, but um, in 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 terms and in terms of prestige, um, um, in the greater scale of things, maybe not. But um, certainly for Limerick at that stage, it represented 
glassware. Uh, at least for, for Barry Nash's sake. silverware, you know. Yeah, for Barry Nash's sake, it was a smaller trophy, the Munster Harlan Cup, so he was able to lift that all by himself. But he was. Yeah, brilliant to see. Uh, a question here for you, Matt. Has the time to come has the time come to split Limerick Harlan into east and west like they tried to split Dublin? No. <laughs> mono, that's, that's mono, a, mono answer to that no no uh, we, we'll keep it like this as we can and we'll be talking about the Limerick Hurlers uh, more in depth next week um, obviously with the league starting against against Wexford another thing I want to touch on is the Harty Cup um, Ard Skullerich are back into the final uh, a sixth final for Ard Skull since uh, 2010 when they eventually broke that glass ceiling in a team that contained Declan Hannon Shane Dowling and the likes and we saw what they went on to do but fantastic performance against Hurlis CBS 418 to 112 it was 3-5 to no score to first water break 411 to I think it was 5 at half time just imperious performance from the Limerick School It was Jack and I, 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 I suppose you talk about defining moments and defining periods in a game um no doubt at all about it. I suppose the, 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 that opening quarter was the defining moment. Um, like, um, and and um, odd score really, really made it count and 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 led by three five to no score as you said at the end. But um, you you would have to note that, that the performance of 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 Shane O'Brien and and um, he's he scoring two six. But apart from his scoring two six, um. I think early in the game he said notice that that the kind of threat that he was going to be because within two minutes of the start he had forced a fine save from Aidan Stakelam in, in the Tullus goal and then in the fifth minute he won the penalty which Niall Farrell blasted to the net and um, so his hand was all over it but it was a very, very good team performance. Now, um, I know it's, it's, it's a team that, that, that was split between representatives of Limerick and Clare clubs, but weighed very heavily on this occasion, Jack, um, on, 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 in favour of Limerick clubs, because I think 11 of the starting 15 were from Limerick clubs. Um, yeah. I think apart from the goalkeeper, um, one corner back, was it? Uh, Nilo Farrell and Young Kennedy, the corner forward. I yeah, think the rest were Limerick, were there. I think that was the height of it. Um, obviously, Oshin and Farrell is playing Harland with Skeeton, so all the best Oshin in the final. It's brilliant seeing a Skeeton man in the final. Shane O'Brien is Kilmallock. So they are, they are picking from, from a nice um, few you, areas. You have, you have Michael Gavin then from Bally Brown. Well, I know that would probably be near enough to the city, yeah, you know. Yeah, Carey is Napiershig. You, you have Vince Han Harrington from Napiershig, who I thought was very, very, very good. Um, yeah, but, just on Vince Harrington and Shane O'Brien, I, I we saw them in the the Munster final at the end of twenty twenty, the minor final, and obviously Adam English kind of takes the plot at whenever he, whenever he plays. But Vince Harrington and Shane O'Brien were two of the best players in that day, and I couldn't believe they were both minor again the following year. So it'll be very interesting yeah. to see those players with their actual clubs um, this year. Obviously, Shane O'Brien is going into. The, the Limerick Champions camp and Vince Harrington, like Navirshi, are no strangers to winning silverware. So it'll be really interesting to see how these lads develop into 
I, I, I would be very, very confident about about those two players, as you said. Adam English took 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 the plaudits and probably rightly so, but um, they 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 were two exceptionally good players. Um, uh, no, Vince Harrington, Vince Harrington actually on that minor team, Jack was full back. Yeah, that's what I thought. It, he, I thought um, we had a, a Mike Casey replacement there, there and then. Yeah, but uh, he he was out wing back now um, mm. in 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 the Hearty Cup and and um, he has he's done very very well there. So um, yeah, the, Vincent Hampton is is certainly one for the future. That that doesn't doubt not about that. I was hugely impressed with him last week. Yeah, he was playing half back for the in the Pierce Street Twenty Ones. I saw him mm. one night against Mungret. Um Could be in the Dan Morrissey mall. The big strong men can play between half back and full back and probably everywhere else in between. But um, mm. That final is on the 5th of February, um, Saturday, February. It's going to be on the Gaelic Crowns, um, Limerick and Clare again. But a word for St. Joseph's Tulla because, from all accounts, it's a very local, like kind of rural local area around Clare, kind of Tulla, Scarif, Fecal, that kind of area. So it is nice to see a, a school like that, a rural school, get to a final like this. Their first final. Fantastic. Ever. It, 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 it strikes a blow for all schools, Jack. Mm. You know, and. And they, 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 I think Niall Morton was making the point um, following the, the victory over Tulla Sarsfields on, on our sorry over Tulla CBS um, last Saturday about the, what, what he was more or less expecting from, from St. Joseph's Tulla and, and um, who, who they had beaten along the way. Like, and they'd beaten St. Coleman's in Formoy, you know, who had genuine pretensions to. to um, you know, for success in the competition this year, they they beat CBC. Yeah, two in a row finalists. Two in a row finalists, and who were favourites in yeah. many people's book this year? They beat De La Salle Waterford. Like um, you, you can forget about saying like that they're there with the look of the draw, or the look of this, or the look of that, or the look of that, anything else. But they made their own look, and 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 they're certainly in the final on merit check. Oh, fully, and, fully deserving. And, and the they, they, they are going to provide a serious, serious challenge mm. to Art School Reach. And I'm sure that our Art School Reach are quite, quite well aware of that and will be prepared for that. Yeah. But I'm the sure. Art School Reach ha- have an enviable record in, 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 in the, in the months, in the Hearty Cup finals. Played five, won five. Yeah. And they've been, they've proved very, very fruitful. To, to the Limerick team um, at School Reach, I suppose I mentioned Shane Dowling and Declan Hannan um, earlier they've Keane Lynch Peter Casey the two Bylands you know, so many more have won Article. I think it was 11 when Limerick well I don't know who was there as well 11 when Limerick Willem won don't know who, yeah. uh, Dave Dempsey he's where Alan obviously played um, in fact Ronan Connolly was the captain in, in 18 I think Peter Casey was joined captain in 16 Keane Lynch was captain in 14, so um, I'm not sure who the captain is, but it bodes well for whoever the captain is that uh, a bright future with Limerick is on the horizon, but no pressure to those young men. But um, it, look, it's, it's good to see him. We'll talk more about that game um, next week in conjunction with the the, the Wexford game. Um, we're nearly an hour and a clock there, Matt. Is there anything that I'm missing? Because generally there, there's something that you catch me on. No, I don't think there is, Jack. I suppose since we last spoke, um, nothing has happened in the Fitzgibbon Cup. Um, the Mary Iyer playing tonight against uh, NUIG. It'll be Galan versus Lynch. Um, 
with it's all in the line really for Mary I if they were to lose the game they need a load of results to, to swing their way they need UCD to beat Cork they need Galway to beat Cork and then they need to beat UCD themselves so for Mary I it's do or die but they have been very good in this competition over the years they have and um they, they, they certainly put up a very, very creditable performance against what um, I, I'd be biased towards UCC, as you know. Um, I might as well nail my colours to the mast on that. But um, what, what, what is a very, very strong UCC team? Very, yeah. very strong, Jack. Yeah. Uh, on paper, they, 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 you know, if you can go through line by line by line, they're, 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 they're extremely strong. And, and, and are backbone by five players from Limerick. Yeah. Like, um, it, it it was it was ironic that there were five times more Limerick players on the UCC team than there were on the Mary I team. Yeah, I suppose Josh Constantine was injured for Mary. I think he's, he's Josh, well, Josh was in, injured, but like, Josh Constantine, sorry. Um, you, 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 you had the two Bylands, Kieran Barry, Ron Connolly, and William Hinn, who was the leading scorer. They 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 they, they, they were all on the college team. Yeah, and like you, 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 you had a raft of Cork singers. Your John Mellorick was on it. Um, you had um, uh, Rob Downey was on it. Uh, Dara Connery was on it. Connor Cahillan. And um, Jack O'Connor and Niall O'Leary. They are, they are missing, very, very Nile, missing Niall O'Leary and Jack O'Connor. And yeah. um, like they had Earlet Daly from Waterford, and we, we know what he did in the All Ireland two years ago. Um, yeah. We we had uh, they had Killian O'Dwyer. Matthew from Tipperary. So it, 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 that was a very, very creditable performance by 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 Mary I. And um, but but you're right. Um, of course, Jack. Um, that particular group um, in in the current Fitzgibbon Cup is the group of death. You have UCC, you have UCD, you have NUIG, and you have Mary I. Like yeah. two big names and two the two colleges that would be among the favourites to be in the shakeup. Are not going to be in the quarterfinals. That's the reality of it. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, and Mary that, I will that, be. That could very well be decided this evening. Yeah, uh, if, wins if, for if, Cork and Galway will if, settle if, that. If group. Cork and Galway win this evening, that's it. Group is settled. So hopefully, we'll have that there'll be three teams, if not four, um, wins for Mary I and wins for UCD will blow it open altogether. All the teams will have one mm -hmm. victory. Um, so yeah. I don't think the game has been streamed, unfortunately. It's on and dangling. Well, I hope, I hope, I, I, I hope um, Mary, I get a result. But I'm, I can't say I hope UCD get a result. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, from seeing Mary, I last week, I think they've, they've a fine team. They've a lot of kind of club players that will be probably pushing their own county teams. We wouldn't know if they're not in them counties or whatever. But um, from what I saw of NUIG, they are a strong team. They obviously have Key Lynch, which is worth a good few scores. They have Any Evan team Island. that has Lynch is a strong team, Jack. Yeah, they have Evan Nile and Brian Cannon. But I think Mary will give enough of it. I'd, I'd love to see him win and just bring it to the last day because um, their home game is obviously on, on in Mary and there's a great atmosphere there. Um, mm -hmm. I was there for the UCC game. It's it's a brilliant college, in, in fairness to it. But UL then will be waiting patiently. Uh, they, they'll see themselves as true if um, TUD beats um, two. Sorry, UL are true. Because if two, oh, they're not. If two speeds, um, TUD, then TUD need to hammer you well since you go through. They're there, thereabouts. They were very good in the first round. But look, we'll have we'll have um, a roundup of all that. The Sigerson, UL, by the time we talk next, UL will probably yeah, have we, we, the, the, the Sigerson will be down to four when we'll talk again, Jack. 
and uh, I confidently expect that, that we will know most of the last date of the um, of the um, of the Fitzgibbon. We, we we as you said, we possibly could know two of them tonight this evening, later on this evening. Yeah, we QL will have more than likely played that quarter final, and by judging from their first games, will have more than likely won their quarter final by the time we talk next. But um, look, we'll keep you updated with all those. Um, I suppose that we 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 will conclude there, Matt. It's a, it's a busy weekend again now. We have the league back in action. We can look forward to that game at the Gaelic Grounds. People can go. We can meet your friends. You can get a coffee before the game and stuff as well. I suppose a shout out to Darren O'Connell and his business, Chill the Beans. Um, is, there's another one out there in um just outside the Gaelic Grounds. It was a place where I went during the the summer months during lockdown. He's one in Mungret. It kind of something you could look forward to the weekend so he's branched out again so the best look to darren in his ventures on and off the field absolutely absolutely um no i don't drink um, coffee but there's lovely hot chocolate there if you want to get it for the game but try and get out to the gaelic rounds this weekend are you a pity for are you a pity for hot, hot chocolate jay <laughs> yeah i would i just drink tea and hot chocolate they're the only hot drinks um i wouldn't even drink a hot whisker tonight that'd be too strong for me um, of a delicate palace playing, but, uh, playing, in the Limer- playing in the Limerick Singer Football Championship and drinking hot chocolate yeah sure look um, I have the rest of the Valley Steel lads to look after me and I can be there comfortable in goals with my hot chocolate but anyways get out to the Gaelic Crowns the weekend uh, make an evening of it for Billy and his side and next week we'll and, be and, back and, yeah we, 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 we'd exhort everybody to do it and, and really really get behind them and forget about the carry result This this is the league this is Limerick's second year back up in Division 3. They acquitted themselves very, very well last year. A very good win over Tipperary in the Gaelic rounds. A strong Tipperary side. Um, were unlucky against Offaly in round two. Had a huge win in Ockram in, in, in round three, where, where, where um, um, uh, too many, it, it has been the graveyard of so many uh, counties' hopes. And then a very, very creditable performance against eventual champions Derry above in Carrick and Shannon. I would appeal to people to come out and support the lads. Come out and support the footballers. Um, they deserve it. And, yeah. and um, you, you know, they, 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 they will not be disappointed. Because I, 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 I'm, I'm convinced, I think, that, that Limerick will probably get off to a winning start. Yeah, and you don't want people join that bandwagon. Get there, get there early. You'll be there to see Limerick, hopefully beating Longford. You'll be there when they're reaching Division Three yeah. finals. Things you won't be. Yeah, you must, you must remember. You must remember that Limerick were, um, didn't use their talisman at all during the during during the um, the McGrath Cup, and I'm talking about Ian Corbett. Mm. Like Ian, Ian was rightly rested after after his travails and and his exertions with Newcastle West, and he's he's going to come back fresh. And and we know what he brings to the table, but um, well, you know, I I would appeal to the Limerick supporters to come out in force and 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 help Billy and the lads get over the line. Yeah, I, I'm getting excited for that game now. Again, Saturday evening at five o'clock. Originally, yeah, that, that's the that's the important thing to stress, Jack. It was originally fixed for two o'clock, but it's now back to five. Yeah, and lovely, and you can. There's no panic to get into the pub afterwards at eight o'clock. You all night. You can take your time. In the Gaelic rounds, you can go into the shop and get your sandwich or whatever beforehand. You'll be lovely soakage then for the night out. So we'll see John, you all. John, John, John Ryan will have the will 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 have the food outlets stocked up as he always does. Yeah, ready to go. So yeah, that, that's all go. from us today. We're looking forward to seeing you uh, on Saturday evening. But for now, anyway, 
Thanks a million, Matt, and we'll be in touch next week. You're welcome, Jack. Impression again, we get old with what you put into it. It's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go out and get it, no more about it. But not so much control in the centre of the field from Phil Kenny as Richie Bennett sends it high and over the bar. Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pounds worth of goods, can you? Just about kept in. Oh, well, Shorty Buckley. To do that to Tomas O'Shea, he deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the second out there from the war court today. No more about him. He made all the run. That was it. Put the ball over the barrel. The fact that that's it. No ifs, no buts. Is there much time left? No sympathy in this game for any-